What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode. <laughs> yes, 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 we're back in the building. Come on. One more air horn. We're here. We made it. Oh, my God. If y'all knew how tired I was, but I'm here. We're here. Oh my God! Welcome to the uh, welcome to another edition, another installment, another episode of the Black Men Win podcast with your boy Tyler Pie Guy. This is the Black Women Win series. Okay, all month of March. If you've been living under a rock, um, all month of March we are celebrating and giving our flowers to Black women, um, not just the ones that we interview. Let me say that, but to all black women out there because you guys are amazing. And per the Black Women Winning Series, we have another dynamic, intelligent, and awesomeness woman on the podcast today. But per first question, because every time I'll be ready to uh, introduce them, you understand what I'm saying? I'm going to let my guest, which I'm super excited to have one right now, I'm going to let my guest introduce herself. So gas yourself up. <laughs> you would put the spotlight on me and make me do that. It's kind of, like, it's kind of like what it's kind of like going for an interview for a job, and, like, and wow, that's so it. Tell me about yourself. It's cool. It's cool. Literally, you know, literally, <laughs> literally. Well, oh hey, everybody. Oh. Well, first of all, let me say thank you, Ty, for having me on oh, a, uh, your honor. platform and anything that you do. As you all know, the listeners, Ty is amazing. He's doing the dang thing I'm out trying. here. So for him to for him to have me on the platform, to see fit to have me on this platform, I feel so um, I'm gracious about that. I'm grateful. So thank you. Thank no you. Thank problem. you. Thank you. I'm and uh, and for those of you that don't know, my name is Scorpio November. I am a podcast host and consultant, and I love podcasting, books, all the other things. Yeah. I love music, movies. Yeah. I'm a real-wanted black woman, okay? I'm a dynamic black woman, yes, okay? Yeah. Don't have me get on my King Kong oh, shit go on crazy. your podcast. Listen, go, listen, you know what, Scorpion? I'm not going to lie. Every black man... <laughs> That has interviewed with me, and so far, every black woman that has interviewed with me so far, I have had to literally kind of gas them up a little bit. So get get it off, because that's what I. Because no, 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 seriously, that's what I, I, I. I've been I've been the type all my life, really, and all through college and all through my young adult life to really gas up my brothers and sisters because sometimes we don't have that in the back mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying somebody mm -hmm. saying oh my god you're doing it you're doing it oh, i mean i'm okay nah you're doing it so i want the people that i want on my show to literally tell them all like tell them what you want to know how you're how you're killing the game in your own way out here like go beat your yes. chest <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> I do. I do. But I had to grow into that space. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, because, you know, growing up sometimes, you know, when you when you start to understand who you are and you speak with confidence in certain spaces, people don't appreciate that. And right. Yes, but as I've grown 
and become an adult and matured more, I understand that's more of a reflection on them and how they feel about themselves. Right. They're projecting onto you. Right. So don't internalize that. And so I've had to do self work to work through those things. Right. Absolutely. I've always had confidence, but I would let other people dictate of how much confidence I could show and have. And it's not, no, I know that I know what I know. Yes. I'm humble enough to know that other people can know it too Absolutely. and embrace the same things and have the same things that I have in the same success. Mm-hmm. But I'm the shit. Okay. Period. Period. And that's okay for me to feel that way, but that doesn't mean that it diminishes you in any way. (laughs) Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It don't diminish your light, your shine in any way. We can shine bright together. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. See, Scorpion. See, let me just give you a little backstory of how me and Scorpion met, right? <laughs> so, um, I no, 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 no. It's going. It's going to be really, really good, right? Um, so, in in the wake of kind of unforeseen circumstances, and we'll keep it there. Um, me and Scorpion connected on not just a, a, a podcast level, but a human level, right? Um, yeah. When I was going through my unforeseen circumstances, um, I remember calling her and just bawling, wailing, crying, telling her what was going on. And I said, how do you navigate this? And the way she was just so open and honest with me and poured into me. Right. And, and again and again, I'm going to say this again. It, it, it is my black women that continue to really, really nourish me with the with the with the energy of understanding your greatness you understand what i'm saying to a higher degree not letting the outside noise get to you and that is exactly what she said to me she said listen you're dope period take this energy that you have and you put it into your business and from then on i knew me and scorpion was gonna be like the new tag team out here. I was like, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. You understand what I'm saying? And what has it been now? Almost a year, uh, a year. Has it been a year? Almost? It's been a year. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Like time is flying so much that I'm like, has it, it been a year it yet? <laughs> like in the summer, it'll probably be a year since I've known you and really, you know, interacted with you. And just in that year, Knowing how you move and all that you have going on, you are dynamic with everything that you have going on. Clubhouse, your podcast. I mean, you're everywhere. I was just in a podcast room with Jen. Shout out to Jen. Right? Her C4. um, (laughs) Right? Like. Mm -hmm. C4 Challenge. C4 Challenge. And, 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 and. When I brought up your name, we was that was like, oh yeah, we know Scorpion. You know, we know Scorpion. Shout out to Scorpion. I was like, see, Scorpion is out here. Everybody, everybody knows Scorpion. <laughs> everybody knows, and, and it's your energy. It's the level of not only just, and every black woman that I've interviewed so far has a balance of righteousness and ratchetness. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. last one of them, <laughs> and that's just facts. Every last one. And y'all know how to balance it so well. It is amazing. And we want to give you your flowers and say thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for being your authentic self. Thank you for showing up every day as you. So we just want to say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Just saying thank you for real. 
Yes. Oh, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you for that, for, for making my head even bigger than what it is. I was naturally biologically born with a big ass head, and now it just got even bigger. And looking that's like it. Martin off that episode yeah. when Tommy Hearns whooped his ass. I mean, whooped his ass, too. Did y'all see that episode? My head just that listen, if y'all don't know Martin, y'all don't know the culture. I'm just letting y'all know that now. Lord. Scorpion, we have a few questions on the docket today. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And, and, when we talk about the Black Men Win podcast, I, I, I bring a lot of thought-provoking questions to my black men that I have brought to also um, the women that have come on this show to interview with me. And the second question is when we think about 2022 and where we're at as a community, black men, black women, um, I do believe that we are moving in a direction of thriving, right? Um, one of my interview, uh, one of my guests uh, we were talking about survival and thriving and how we are as a community moving out of that survival mentality into thriving. Right. And so when we're talking about that, what do you see when it comes to these five areas, particularly being a black woman, when it when it comes to spiritual, mental, emotional, physical and the financial? Are we putting are, are as as a black woman, are you putting more into one or several than others is there a balance for you and then i guess in particular for black women if you want to talk to that as well for me it is being in it's sometimes you put more into one than you do the other right and being in touch with what your needs are and being honest with yourself and doing that self-audit yes that will that that's what helps me Mm -hmm. because sometimes i'm not as worried about physical as i'm worried about finances that's just the honest to god truth right sometimes um i need to be more in touch with my spiritual side so my mental can be right those are compatible with one another and sometimes one requires more energy than the other maybe i need to meditate a little more maybe i need to talk to god a little more you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and sometimes all those things they're never equal I have never had an equal balance of all of them, right? Mm-hmm. And that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Everything doesn't need to be twenty percent across the board. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of like relationship issues, right? Mm-hmm. Where they say everybody needs to get fifty fifty or a hundred and or a hundred and a hundred. Sometimes somebody isn't <laughs> able. What you have is a hundred percent of a relationship. Yes, with two people in yes. it, right? And so sometimes someone is going to put in fifty nine percent, while the other person is only putting in forty one percent because they put they have energy that they put somewhere else that they need to put somewhere else, or that they need to put strictly within self to make it work, and so they can show up for the relationship. Right, right. And so sometimes those are how those things work for me. Sometimes one area is not putting in as much. Or I don't need to give as much attention as I need to give the other. And that's okay. And that's meaning that I just have to be in touch with who I am and what I need. Right. And what I need, another black woman may not need at that particular point. And another black woman may have another way of approaching this that works just fine for her. But she's showing up, she's whole, and she's happy. And she's showing up and she's representing. Mm -hmm. And that's what's important, that you're showing up whole, happy, and representing and taking care of yourself so you can show up full in places that require your presence. Otherwise, when you show up with a half cup, mm-hmm. you're, you're really, you're, you're showing, you're not putting, you're not helping anybody. Exactly. You're really not helping. It's kind of like, I'm, I'm an introvert. I talk about this a lot. I'm an introvert, right? right, right. And if you know about it, it the, the, 
the basic definition of an introvert is someone that replenishes by spending time alone. Right. That's yep. just how we replenish. I imagine that we wake up every day with a full cup of water if we've gotten proper rest in a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. To replenish. Mm-hmm. So we work up every morning with the, with a full cup of water and each interaction, social interaction that we have with somebody, we're pouring out some of that water. So right. in between those social interactions at the end of the day, if we haven't had time to replenish, sometimes we have an empty cup and we have no more, no Ooh. more to give. Now that's a word. That's and what you get when you interact with people like that, with a, with someone that doesn't have, that, that isn't on full, mm-hmm. is you get less of them. Mm-hmm. You don't get the best of them because they don't have the best to give. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I try to operate. And sometimes I fall short. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I take on too much and then I'm unable to show up properly in other spaces that I right. should. Right. But I know how to recognize that and try to reset that. Right. And that's where that comes in. You know, you, you wow. allow yourself grace. That's a, first of all, thank you for saying that. Allow yourself grace. Because, again, I don't think a lot of I don't think we've we've heard this on on the Black Men Win podcast yet in terms of what you just said. Showing up in one area. I may not need to show up in the other area as much, but I may need to show up in this area a little bit more. On the spiritual side, I may need to show up. On the financial side, I need to show up. But on the physical side, I can, I can, I can put that. Not to say I can put that away, but I can give like at least ten to twenty percent to to that, while I have to sit here and give this maybe forty percent to you know the financial or forty five percent to the um to the uh, spiritual or the mental, and and that's important. I don't think we've heard it like that. And to understand, like, it's okay if you don't. It's okay if you don't. Right? And so, sidebar question for you as a black woman, because I've asked this across the board. What do you feel or how do you feel about the strong black woman trope? What does that look like for you? I think it's... Is the way that is used is in a manipulative manner. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Right. We all have our strengths and our weaknesses. And right. sometimes we have to show up. The strength is what drives us, right? Right. We're it's like some people just operate on pure strength, brutal strength to push through. Right. It's not necessarily because they want to, it's because they have to. Yes. Everybody has that that strength within them. It's just if they if they're able to tap into it or not. And right. some people are stronger in certain areas than others. Right. It's just what you tap into. Right. And it doesn't mean. But I think the way that it is used, it is used to manipulate and to say that a black woman can never be vulnerable mm-hmm. and that we shouldn't be vulnerable and that we shouldn't be dependent on other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what relationships are for? Yes. So you can be vulnerable with people. And I don't just mean romantic re- and intimate relationships. I mean, familiar relationships, yes. friendships, yes. you know, in different areas. Yes, that is what it's for. So you can be vulnerable within those spaces. And if you are unable to be vulnerable with, for me. Let me say for me, (laughs) if I'm unable to be vulnerable within those spaces, I don't need them. I don't need those relationships because they're doing more harm than good because that means I have to put on a facade and wear a veil in front of you to make you feel comfortable when we should be making each other feel comfortable within those spaces and knowing that we can show up and hold space together. So that strong black woman trope, I I think it could be harmful. 
but it can be empowering at the same time. Right. That's just like having a, that's just like having something. That's like having a coffee cup, Mm -hmm. right? You have the coffee cup for when you need it, but you have other glasses and cups too, that you can use at other times for your juice and your soda and your water. Right. You don't have to use the coffee mug all the time. Right. But when you need the coffee mug is there. So it's same thing with having the strength when you, when you need to utilize and depend upon that strength is there. That's the way that I look at it. Wow. Let, let me let me tell you, drop drop a bomb for that one. because that, that, that was fire. Okay, that. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say I've been I've been saying it on each episode that I've recorded. Black men, we have a tendency to step on the black woman's neck. Okay, and. In the sense, not give her the space. And we are even privy to saying, oh, be that strong black woman, right? I don't think we understand that we're not giving you guys the space to be vulnerable. We're not allowing or not even allowing you the space to be vulnerable because we're so much putting that you are a strong black woman on you. Now, in a sense, as you said to your point, you're holding it as a mantle and as a badge of honor. I thank you for that. But at the end of the day, that's not everybody's story, right? That's not everybody's maybe purpose. Not to say every woman is not, every black woman is not strong because they are. But as I've come to understand, vulnerability is strength. And you have to allow black women, especially for us as black men, black men, we have to allow the space for women to not only just be strong, but also be vulnerable in their strength. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And also understanding the the women in which you're interacting with, whether yes, it be ma'am. your sister, your mother, your girlfriend, your best friend, or what, or what have you. Each relationship is going to be different, different. and requires right. something different. So what she may, what one may need space, the other one, one may need, the other may not need. Right. And one area, one may be strong. And then another relationship, the other one may not be strong right. in that area. Right. And that's okay. We're not black. Just like we say, black people are not a monolith. Black women are not a monolith. Ooh, We're varied right. and vast and different varieties and unique in our own ways. Right. Of course, we all share our own similarities with all people. We all share these similarities, right? Mm-hmm. But we're all uniquely packaged in different ways. Some get a taste of this. Some get a taste of that. Some get a little bit more of this, a little bit more helping of that. Do you get what I'm saying? So understanding who you're with and and honoring those relationships and those people for who they are. Just like just like people. Everyone wants to be able to have some individuality and to be able to show up and to feel affirmed in their showing up and in the space that they held. It is not. It is not that we we necessarily need your validation. We just need you to see us and, and respect it. that you see us. Yes, ma'am. That's it. We that's don't. It. I, I'm not asking. Well, let me quit saying we because I have a tendency to speak that way. And I in it, in the same breath that I right. said we are not a monolith. <laughs> I can't sit here and say we. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. What right. I need is people to show up in the space with me and respect the space in the way in which I show up in that space. Absolutely. I believe if you're not showing up in a disrespectful manner and honoring the space and the people within that space, yes, then you deserve the same in return. I that's important. And I think that goes into our, our third question. When when we talk about mm-hmm. 
um, our, our just our community and and what we've tend to learn over time as the coin term generational curses, right? I don't want to say that anymore. I haven't really said that. We've trying to change the fabric of that and call it generational patterns, right? And in a sense, um, when we talk about the generational patterns, what are some that you see that can be harmful not only to our community but to also black women but also on some of the positives right because we had a um one of my black men who was on he said we don't talk about the generational blessings enough right mm-hmm. and so what would what would your answer be to that generational things that i think um are harmful are being told Specifically with young women, young girls mm-hmm. are being, when they develop, being told that they're fast because men are looking mm-hmm. at them. Yes, they can't control that. Right. Not being able to be free in a certain way. Not being able to express feelings, valid feelings to adults within a space. Right. Although being respectful. But <laughs> excuse me. Right. Nope, but nope. still not being able to to honor the feelings that mm-hmm. children have mm-hmm. and being able to communicate those effectively. Mm-hmm. Those are, there's a few things that I will say that, that, that passed along generationally. Right. right? right, right, right. Also, I would say um, some of the good things are being dependent on being able to depend on family. Right. Mm, yes, ma'am. That, you know, in this, you know, I hear a lot that family is what you make it. Sometimes it's not the people that are your blood. Yes. That's true. Right. That is true. But I don't want to esti- underestimate the value of if you don't have nowhere else to go, you can go to at least one person in your family sleep on their couch. And that's facts. And your friends, that's not always the case. Yeah. Especially if they're married or if they have some type of issue going on or whatever the case is. And it's not necessarily because they don't want to it's because they have families of their own that they have to protect right and as much as people like to say my friends are my family are you really mm. because when it comes down to it what i see is that the blood is thicker than water not all people have that i'll mm. be really honest not all people have that right but a lot of us have that and it's just because we have it sometimes we expect perfection out of our family right and we don't allow our families grace and forgiveness. And sometimes that's a hard thing to offer with our family because we expect them to just get wow. it. And they're not going to always just get it. It doesn't mean I'm not telling anyone to continue to put themselves in harmful situations. So if someone is continuing to dishonor you and to cause harm to you, you have every right to set up that freaking boundary right. and say, oh, no, I will not. However, in spaces where you have people that are genuinely that genuinely care for you and genuinely show up for you. Yes. Don't just pick them up and put them down at will without having a conversation and being honest. That's important. You just hit on something important. We have, in a sense, I know, I, I know a lot of my generation will sit here and say, and I've even said at times, like, you know, blood is thicker than water, but some of my family members would never do some of the things that my friends have done. And, and trust me, I, I would say That's my true. friends, my friends have really been a saving grace for me. 
right? They've been my brothers, my sisters. You know what I'm saying? I'm an only child and, and on my mom's mm-hmm. side, right? But mm-hmm. my brothers on my dad's side have been my saving grace as well. My brother has been a saving grace for me. We we reconnected over time and it, and it just, I remember my mom saying, listen, if nothing else, connect with your brothers. And that's what I did. And it was it was it was a moment where we just understood like yo we got to just be out here for each other you understand what i'm saying let the whatever the past what the past was and let that be what it be and i got you for whatever but being an only child raised as an only child you kind of don't have that type of you know not security but just the influence of the big brother or the big sister, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my like, shout out to my cousins, but it was truly my friends. Like, I wanted to have a friend group that I really looked at and said, I will hold you down through anything. Now, behind closed doors, if you if you fucking up, I'm, I'm going to tell you that you're fucking mm-hmm. up, right? And I expect you to do the <laughs> same, right? I, I expect you to do the same for me, and that's been my friend group we we always hold each other accountable right and it took time to get there but it's like yo when you have that whether that be family or friends it is amazing to have because we don't see that a lot we don't have that a lot and when you say blood is sticking it 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 really is right like my mama will hold me down to the to the four you know four flat ties. You understand what I'm saying? Like she will she will make she will call me and be like, "Are you good?" And I'll tell her, "Nah, ma." I'm like, "Mine, just a little bit, right?" But it's it's that type of, um, you know, kind of family oriented um, energy that you kind of need. You know, mm-hmm. to to continue to thrive and not just survive, right? Going back to the thriving yes. and surviving, you need people who are, and no disrespect, you need people who are not in that mode of surviving, or 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 transitioning out of survival mode into thriving mode, right? And so it's like, I love you, and I want you to be here with me, but you you're sticking in a place. Where I can't be, and I want to continue to 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 thrive, and I want to I want to see you come with me, I want to see you, um, you know, fly and stretch and everything like that. But it's it's when you are growing and transitioning and and making certain moves that God is telling you to make, it's hard, you know. To say like, I'm, I, 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 I might need a change, right? Is 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 that is that maybe hitting it on the nose a little bit? I I don't know, right? Kind of sort of, and, and understanding that there it's okay to set boundaries, yes, up within familiar relationships. Just like people are able to compartmentalize certain friendships and say, "This is the friend that I do this with mm-hmm. because I know they're interested in this." But I do this with this other friend. I do be with the other friend because this is what 
friend B is interested in right. and understanding that you, you love them both. Right. But there are certain things that you do with one that you can't do with the other because they're oh, not fat. able to show up in the same way. That's <laughs> right. the same thing with yes, family, yes, allowing ma'am. people, you know, understanding that some people just aren't capable of giving you certain things that you need, but they're able to give you other things that you right. need. Meeting them where they are. Yes. Yes. And then, but if you, but understanding that if you still have people, even though you're understanding that, and if people continue to cross boundaries and cause harm to you, then I understand cutting them off. Or loving them from a distance, as I would say, right? Yes. Loving them from a distance and, and protecting yourself. Absolutely. it's self-preservation. I, I, you know, this idea, I just want to say this briefly Mm -hmm. because the thought is in my mind. You know, black people have internalized this idea and accept this idea within American culture of individualism. Yo, that has never benefited us. My last interview that has just never talked about this. <laughs> oh my god, it's so crazy because my last interview just talked about this. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, it doesn't. That doesn't serve us. We're we're buying into an idea that was in, in a, within a culture within a, within a within a country mm-hmm. that was never built upon our foundation right. when, when i say our foundation our foundational beliefs within community right so to embrace their ideas of individualism within a society that 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 seeks to systematically oppress us how does that benefit us nope not it, does not. it does not and so part of that idea of community is community with family and family familiar support yes ma'am True, there are things that are harmful that that we have embraced, but there are so many other good things that that were good in general, generally passed down through um, (laughs) generations. Okay, let me just change it up because that was getting all tongue tied. I was going to make up a whole new word and everything else. (laughs) New word in the Webster Dictionary. Let's go. Yes, the whole new word and everything. And people were like, what the heck is she talking about? I don't know. I knew oh, what no. you were saying, Scorpion. We knew what you were saying. You knew I was getting it. Yeah, yeah, what I was putting down. They, and the people knew. The people knew too. The people knew too. They knew. Thank they you, knew. people. <laughs> but, but you hit on something so, so, so interesting. Like, again, my last interview just, she talked about this too. Like, you know, we live in a, in a space of individualism where. And I think this is what she meant by this. And I think this is where you were going to. We have our own type of thriving. We don't need to thrive like everybody else. Right. We don't need to move like everybody. Our mm-hmm. success does not equate. No disrespect to white success. Boom. You know, I had to, I, going to a PWI. I really had to learn that. Going to a predominantly mm-hmm. white institution, I really, really had to learn that as being the 1% or the point something percent in, in, in a predominantly white institution where 94% of the campus is white as rain. Um, you have to learn your success does not equate to the white man or the white woman. No disrespect. But mm-hmm. it's like, make sure that you are doing it for you and not for the other person, not for anybody, for you or not just I'm, I'm sorry, 
let me let me rephrase that. You're doing it not just for you, but for the next people looking behind you, right? The people that are looking up to you, the people that are watching you. You understand what I'm saying? And so that kind of goes into our fourth question about how we can help to continue bettering our the next generation that that's coming after us because as i look at myself growing into the adult that i'm growing into um you know i'm i've i've become a like a two-time uncle and hold on get up get out of here. sorry my cat is acting a crazy fool right <laughs> If um, you didn't sound like an old Southern uncle, get, get uh, out of yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> because listen, listen, I love my cat, but she just be acting. A, she just, she, listen, she just be rolling. She be showing out. She showing out. And every time I podcast, she be showing out. Okay. So, <laughs> so excuse my cat, y'all. But no, like how, how can we show up, continue to show up? How can we continue to show up for the next generation, particularly as a, as somebody with the intelligence and the credentials that you have and probably the mentorship that you have given and probably still giving to this day to not only just our community, but particularly black women, what can you say to that, that we can continue to do better to help our next generation move forward? You know, I want to be very careful with answering that because I don't want to come across as if I'm an expert in that because right. I'm not. I right. haven't done the, the research on the studies or what have you. Right. But I would hope, I would say in the way that I wish I had it and some of what I experienced growing up, right? And some mm-hmm. of what I got mm-hmm. were was that I saw black men and women showing up and doing the damn thing right right, in certain spaces being very intentional being unapologetically black telling telling the kids within their space they were beautiful you know and some of what i would like to see is more acceptance of different ideals you know and not um not victim blaming Mm -hmm. i would like to see less of that Mm -hmm. more teaching and embracing yes instead of criticism right you know or if you're going to offer criticism offer in a way that is encouraging right do you know like correction yes instead of criticism yeah. put it like that Ooh, correction, correction instead of criticism other than crit come now that's that's a hashtag <laughs> you just created a hashtag scorpion <laughs> you just created a hashtag you better you better you better trademark it i'm telling you now that's a bar that's a bar it's just some of what i wish i would have liked to see to to see you know i've had Mm -hmm. some experiences with some people that adults where adults can break a child's spirit really really fast yes ma'am and it takes a lot of self-work and repair and sometimes an adult child and i'm saying adult child doesn't know because they're still operating in that hurt child aspect. They don't know what it is. And it takes a lot of unpacking to figure out what it is. And that's causing them to doubt who they are or what they can do or what their purpose is and all those things. So just more embracing of people and validating experience talking, you know, even if it's just your child's friend, right? 
you know, when that child, when your child's friend comes over, that child is your child too. I mean, you're going to take that child out. <laughs> you and your child going to Starbucks, that child goes too. Whatever, right. they, if you let your child get whatever off the menu, that child can get whatever off the menu yep, too. Yep. Because what you're doing is you're showing that child love. Yes. You're letting them within the space and telling them they belong wherever they want to be. Right. Continue to show up. Or when you see that, that, that child that, that did something good and they're coming out of the school with your kid and there's like, oh, we both got A's. Great hey, job to both of y'all. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Or you go to the school play and that child doing good. Hey, you did awesome. You geeked them. You geeked them up. It doesn't it's just have in. to be your child. What? But yes. make sure you validate your child too. Let me say this because I dislike seeing parents validate other people's children and, not and don't own. validate theirs. That's it. You better validate yours too. Yep. yep. You better validate yes, yours. Yes, ma'am. Yes, so, ma'am. Yeah. That's I, what I like to you, see more of. You hit that on the nose right there. It's the validation for me. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ha- and and again, I shout out my mom, single mom who raised me. You feel me? She 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 to this day, as a 28 year old man, to this day, she still validates me. You understand what I'm saying? Still gives me that validation. Like, no matter if it was a report card, um, I would get awards for getting on the honor roll, you know, getting on the, um, you know, just different things, you know, like mm-hmm. awards here, awards there. And when you have somebody to champion you, your parent, because not to your point, not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. Right? Not everybody has the, the the champion in their back. When you have that, that is, to me, that's a, that's already a superpower in a sense. Right? Like you have somebody who is giving you that validation to say, you know what? And even if you messed up, let's say you got in last place and let's say you got a C plus. All right. Was that better than what you got before? Maybe was a D minus or an F, but you put work in and got that C plus B minus. All right, keep going. Come on. That's what I'm talking. We don't hear that a lot. And you, and when I tell you, you hit that on the nose. I, uh, my girlfriend is an educator and she's teaching kindergartens right now. And she tells me every day, she's like, babe, you can tell a lot of these kids don't get that encouragement at home, you know, because when they come to she's like, when they come to class, they're looking for they're, they're When I just tell them, good job. They're like, oh, my God, thank you. They're like they're ready to cry. And, just, you know, what I'm saying like all emotional and everything. And I'm like, well, why be? And she's like, well, I, babe, I really sometimes don't think that they're getting that at home. That good job. You did really good. You know, did you look over your work? Good job. Let me see this, you know, but on the flip side of that, there are parents out here. There are um, uncles and aunts and, you know, other parents who are sitting here trying to validate their. Scorpio, you hit that on the nose right there. You hit that on the that is so important for a for a child to understand that they can do because they're human. They're human. Mm-hmm. They're human, and that's I think that's what. As I continue to 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 become an adult and 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 grow in my adulthood, 
We're human. Children have feelings. You tell them that they messed up or effed up or whatever. Children are sponges. They're going to not even interpret that. They're going to absorb that, take that with them, and whatever negative emotion you were giving them at the time, they're going to they're going to hold on to that. They're going to hold on to that and they're not going to like that. So every time they may get an A or a B, they're not looking for it because they don't they don't get that or they're getting a negative version of that. Scorpion, you hit that on the nose. You, 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 you. Oh, my God. That was that was big. Last question, Scorpion. Okay. Black women win. Right. Mm hmm. When you hear that phrase, how does it resonate uh, resonate with you? What does that mean to you? The other people are just not catching up. <laughs> and that's what she said. <laughs> and that's what she has said. That's what I said. That's I what she has said. That. Wow. They are not catching up. Elaborate on that for me. Just a little bit. It's just it it is all we are innately born with things. Yes. We are the portal. Yeah. I ain't gonna disagree there. Nothing else exists without us. Nothing. Yes. So when other people get into spaces where they want to pop big shit. Bow down first. You better. That that's what I say. So yes. when when people say black women win, when were we not? Pier- it was just other people trying to stop the winning. It was other people trying to sabotage. Come on, talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? You I just think about people within my family that I've seen do some amazing things yes, with ma'am. very little yes, and with all odds against them. Doing things, holding down things, coming up with things, all the things winning. And when I think of women in history that have done these amazing things that people try to dim the light on, who are they? They black women. Absolutely. So I'm just saying everybody else is just now catching up to it. They're just now acknowledging what has always been there. Right. And that's so. Come on. I just say they're late. That's it. That's it. And, you know, as I said before. Black women are literally the the fabric of life, in a sense. You feel what I'm saying? They are. And I love me. I love me some black women. You feel me? I'm going to always, always sit here and continue to try and and be as and have a vulnerable space for my black women as much as possible. You understand what I'm saying? Now, at the same time, I don't get it right all the time. That's just being honest. But at the same token, um, and I think a lot of the black women that I know, a lot of my homegirls, my mom, my grandma, my, my girlfriend, I think they will all have a consensus that say, you know what? You allow us to be vulnerable because you can tap in to that feminine. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And as black men, we have to be open again 
to having our black women, you know, not being the strong black woman all the time, right? Or none of the time. Let's let's keep that a bean. And having them just being vulnerable. And to Scorpion's point, being the portal, being the guide. As I said before on, on, on previous interviews, understanding that black women are just not in the back of the movement, but have always been in the front of the movement. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. I'm a docu-buff. The more that I learn about our people, how we thrive back in the day, I've seen black women, like, and I will always say, our black men would not have it as good if it wasn't for our queens. You feel what I'm saying? The signs, the speeches, the masculine bravado that comes from our black women because they give us that energy before we walk out the door, before we start our day. So, Miss Scorpion, I mm-hmm. want to say thank you for coming on this show. Where, where can people find you? Because I know, because <laughs> listen, Miss Scorpion is about to go on a hiatus. You heard what I'm saying? And and, mm-hmm. and very much so. Okay, because she, <laughs> when I tell y'all she works like crazy, she deserves this hiatus, but where can people connect with you? How can people find you, your podcast and everything? Mm-hmm. Well, my podcasts are... <laughs> Right, you can search my name. The yes. easiest way to find my podcast is just search my name. Yes, it will also show you some of the amazing podcast platforms that I've been on that I've had the pleasure of being on with other podcasters inviting onto their platform, mm-hmm. which I don't take lightly, which I don't take lightly. And so I feel appreciative when you all invite me on your platforms when your peers invite you on their platforms. <laughs> Okay, it is and a, when it they is ain't inviting you for no dumb stuff, you know no, what I mean? No, like exactly. black women, <laughs> when they invite you for some real stuff, you yes, like, yeah, take that seriously. Yes. So, um, if you search my name, my podcasts are available on all major platforms, with the exception of Spotify and Anchor. Okay, gotcha. That's another conversation for another day, but Ooh. this is not there. Okay. Um, also, <laughs> also, you can go to scorpionnovember.com, Check me out there. Also, if you have any business dealings that you want to do with your girl, hook your girl up with some sponsorship, some money in the pocket. Yes. Finances. Remember one of those five pillars you were talking about? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> November at gmail.com. And my name is the same across all social media. So if I'm on that social media, that will be my name. That will be my name. Follow, support. And I thank you all so much for listening to my podcast for your support, um, Ty, for just reaching out and always supporting. Yes, ma'am. You, it, it is something, it is not to be undervalued and underestimated the support of your peers or people within the same industry as you yes, doing things. So whenever someone throws some acknowledgement my way or, or support or what have you, I'm appreciative of it. I don't take it lightly and I receive it. And so I thank you. I thank you. We honor you and we thank you for coming on the show again. Clap it up for Miss Scorpion November, guys. 
I want to thank you again for coming on the show. And I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Um, be sure to follow the Black Men Win podcast um, wherever you're listening to uh, podcasts from. You feel me? Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora. We're everywhere. You can check us out there. Um, we are also on YouTube, so you can watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and we have Black Men, Black Women Win merch, all exclusive uh, for the month of March. So go tap into that and you can get 25% off. We have a new promo code. Actually use BWW, which is Black Women Win, which is the acronyms, BWW22 for the promo code. So we'll have that in the description box for you uh, when we release the episode again. Um, again, Scorpion, thank you for coming on the show. Again, thank you guys for listening and watching. This has been another one. <laughs> And we are out of here. Peace, love, and hair grease, everybody. Peace, y'all.